0: Hi everyone and welcome to Loved, the podcast with me, Adamaro, and this is our second episode. Today, we're going to talk about how love is not earned. Love is not to be earned and is not to be returned. Love is free. At some point in our heads, we have learned that love has to be earned, and so today we're going to undo that knowledge and put some new knowledge in our heads. We're also going to talk about how approval or need for approval is good, but it does not fulfill our need to be loved. I hope you stay with me until the end, and um, thank you for being here. So here we go. So today, um, this is our second episode, and today we're going to continue on the conversation that we started last time. The reason why I started this podcast and I called it Loved is because um, I realized at some point in my life that until I felt truly loved on a three-dimensional level, meaning body, mind, and soul level, or you could say body, heart and spirit, however you want to call it, until I felt loved on this entire being level, I didn't have the kind of peace or confidence or contentment or happiness. And so I decided that I wanted to share um, why this changed for me. I also answer questions on Quora, and it's been very interesting the type of questions I see or I get, um, and that I get to answer. But a lot of the questions and a lot of the that existential um, crisis that what people go through, what what they ask a lot is: Do I have a purpose? And why am I here? And where do I get confidence? And why am I not happy and why don't I like myself and all this sorts of stuff. And I was talking with my daughter. She was telling me what mom, uh, you know, the the fraud, you know, the imposter syndrome and everyone's talking about it. And I was like, yeah, I guess it's a very common thing for young people to feel that way and perhaps not so young people too. But I remember the first time I heard anyone talk about that was a long time ago and I remember it was Renee, the beautiful and very talented Renee Zellweger, and she was giving an interview and she was kind of you know laughing about it but she was like oh sometimes I feel like you know one of these days they're gonna find out I'm a fraud and it's interesting at the time she's not because she's a great actor by the way so I I'm just bringing it up because it's it's a human feeling that we all feel at some point in life and some more than others where we just feel like maybe we're not good enough so the good enough thing is kind of a very also a very um uh what's the word popular it's a strange way to put it but it's it's a very talked about topic you know just i don't know if it's a topic but it's the good enough i guess i'm not good enough syndrome you know and so there are many great um psychologists and therapists psychotherapists and Teachers and writers that specifically address this issue. I remember also at one point I made this short video. Um, I was talking to Japanese people. I was doing an interview for a Japanese channel, you know, from here via YouTube. And um, I decided that day to also talk about the not good enough thing because I realized I'm like wait when are people good enough this is a this is a good question it's like when you're really young you kind of feel like okay I'm not good enough you know I have so much to learn or well sometimes we can feel actually we can have also um, uh, an inflated kind of um, um, view of ourselves but generally even if that's the case on the inside I think it's it's very Natural for a human being to feel like, oh, I have a long way to go, or I'm just not good enough. And then, obviously, when you get older, especially in the Hollywood scene, uh, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm old, I'm not good enough anymore. So, if you're not in my short video, I said, you know, if you're not good enough when you're young and you're not good enough when you're old, then when in the world are you ever good enough? <laughs> So as I was putting these thoughts out, you know, I realized that I wasn't the only one that were it was kind of a big thing where people were talking about not feeling, you know, not being good enough. And so back to also the um the fraud, you know, the the imposter, you know, syndrome, which apparently is quite common, you know, and a lot and talked about because Inside, it's very human to feel, even when you're successful or when other people acclaim you approve of you, you still feel like, oh wait, maybe they're going to find out I'm really not that great after all. Because on some level, you don't feel like you're good enough or we don't feel like we're good enough. So I'm bringing this up today because the theme of this podcast is loved, meaning feeling loved really feeling like we are good enough. Why? Because when you ask yourself, okay, I'm not good enough, but good enough for what? I mean, think about it. All the, you know, I'm not good enough or um, I am enough and all of that. Enough for what? What is it that we're really looking for? Is it success or you know money or people approving of us if you really break it down what it is is just good just good enough for love good enough to be loved and good enough to love and this is why we you know I have this podcast out because just to give people a chance to reflect and to think and it's kind of almost like a a meditative time you know a reflecting time a time out of your day where you start thinking about these things because life moves really fast and I remember you know being young and thinking you know I was traveling and and you know I lived in Milano and and working there and then I moved to London for a period of time and and I worked there and then I moved to Tokyo and this was under when I was I was barely like 20 by the time I I think I was but I was 20 actually and turned 21 when I landed in Tokyo. So I went to New York when I was uh, I mean New York was later. when I went to London when I was um, 20, I guess 19, uh, yeah, 19. So I remember thinking at the time, wow, people are really running and having this kind of running in the sense everyone is just so busy in this world and just kind of running and running and wondering where they're running to, you know, what are, where are we all running to? And I realized eventually, we're all running towards this desire to accomplish something, to prove something, to become good enough. I just, you know, I'm bringing this up so we can all kind of think about it. It's like, well, why do we need to feel like we're good enough? You know, why do we have this, this um, need? And also, why are we hurting when we feel like we're not good enough? And here's where the word loved comes in, because it is this deep need and desire, I really believe with all my heart, is to feel like we are loved and and we are lovable, you know, we're good enough to be loved. So somehow, I I, I was thinking the other day, how funny, because when we're born, we have this kind of natural instinct, you know, we're like, babies are not questioning whether they're good enough to be loved or not. They're definitely <laughs> they're definitely very set you know they're very set on the fact that yes they, they need love they need to be loved and we know from also from science that if a baby doesn't get the love he needs or she needs or they need that baby cannot develop um, and be healthy right? they, on every level from physical and and emotional mental psychological, so we need love. That is a reality that cannot be escaped. And that's not only it is a need, but it's also a privilege. You know, having having the desire for love and the ability to love is an incredible privilege that we all have. And we're born with, with this natural ability, this instinct. You know, that we want to be loved and we want to love. There is no question about the fact that a baby is very naturally loving and one's love. Also what's natural and clear is that they're very um, uninhibited they're very um, they don't have any insecurities or any fear of being vulnerable or being themselves being authentic. So what happens you know if we're born this is once again I'm bringing this up just because we can all really reflect on these things. And so if we're born with this natural innate ability, you know, to love and desire to love and need for love, if a baby doesn't have any inhibition and it's completely free, you know, to love and be loved, then what happens that at some point we all hit that wall in life where we feel like I'm not good enough or or maybe... I'm an imposter, you know, I'm not really, you know, people think I'm good, but I'm really not that good, all these insecurities and the fears, all these ideas, this concept of what love is, is something that happens that we clearly acquire, not something that we're born with. And this is what I, you know, what what I want us to think about it. It's like, when did we acquire this knowledge? Because clearly it is on a cognitive level. It's not in the innate, you know, in our instinctual, you know, brain, if you want to call it that or lower brain or you know what you know we're born as you know baby knows the baby's hungry baby's gonna but well the baby doesn't might might not understand but the baby cries because feels hungry the baby cries because it needs something it wants to be close and mommy walks away or daddy walks away the baby cries the baby just doesn't really understand all they know is that they want their parents to be close there's not true cognitive understanding yet that, you know, the parent will come back or, you know, it's going to be okay. They're just, they want to be close and they cry when, when they think that maybe, you know, the parent is leaving. So at some point there's this cognitive and, you know, um, I guess understanding where we acquire this knowledge that perhaps love is not this free gift. What I'm going to with this and, and what I'm saying today is that the number one falsehood, if you want to call it that, the number one thing that we need to destroy in our thinking, you know, about love is that love is something that we earn, is earned, or we have to earn love. That is the number one misconception, you know, that we all have. Somehow we think, okay, if I, if I do enough, if I fulfill this or that you know task or if I please that person then you know I'm you know good enough I'm going to be loved by them so somewhere in our heads we've developed this idea on a cognitive level this idea that we need to be good enough you know that we need to perform well or that we need to earn the approval and we also think that the approval is love this is why we carry fear, because if we go wrong or do something wrong, we also automatically think, oh, I'm going to lose love. You know, I'm not going to be worthy anymore. If I if I go wrong, you know, then I'm going to, the love is going to be taken away from me. But love in, is not like that. This is something that was not, is not natural. Babies definitely, you know, when we're born as, you know, as as human beings little human beings we're not waiting to be approved of in order to be loved and we're not waiting to be approved of in order to love and you might wonder how in the world is approval not love you know or not good enough to feel loved well i can tell you first of all if that was true every successful person in the world um would be happy and the statistics and the facts are that many successful people actually are not happy and sometimes the more more successful the more unhappy people can become in fact or more even depressed and I I mean I've experienced this myself. I don't want to make this depressing because this is supposed to be a cheerful podcast. But yeah, I have been very successful and famous and very um, what everything that, you know, you I guess I could have wanted, I got. You know, at, at one point in my life at, at a very young age and I know at that point actually I Felt the most, you know, the, probably the emptiest and the loneliest I had ever felt, even though I had all these people um, loving me, and I even even had genuine affection and love, you know, for um, for the people I I worked, you know, for or I uh, performed for, and so it can be very confusing because you feel like you you've arrived and you doing this thinking you love the people you're doing it for but then you still feel empty so it, it reminds me of you know that scripture that i read last time the one that is not so famous the one that introduces the famous one you know where it says Our love is kind love is patient and the one before where it says you can do all these things and be left empty or with nothing you've gained nothing and meaning you can accomplish so much and still feel empty at the end. So that's that can be very confusing. And so during the peak of my career was very confusing, you know, for me, um, when I was not busy. I think when I was busy, just that's what happens with pretty much everyone. When we're busy, we don't question so much. But when you stop and you start thinking, you realize, wait, this is not really making me happy. And uh, we have many sad and unfortunate examples of very successful performers that even took their lives. Um, I, again, I don't want to become, you know, I don't want to make this like a, a dark, you know, Podcast. In fact, I mean, I hope to make it a very bright and cheerful one. But I'm only bringing this up so that we can think and be like, wait, how is it that someone who has everything is not happy? So that's the proof that approval and and success and fame is not, or money or power is not really making us happy. Or even more importantly, is not making us a more loving, growing person, a better person. It's clear that success is not what makes us happy or makes us grow as a human being. I believe with all my heart, the only thing that really makes us happy is growing in real love, like really grasping what love is and growing in that just getting stronger and stronger in our ability to love people and to receive love so that's why I call this podcast loved so for me um (laughs) you, you know you might wonder wait you were not you were not happy then so why are you happy now well the most I think the most difficult um Experience or the thing that we the emotion that we can experience that is most painful is the the emotion of rejection when we feel rejected or we feel um, like we're not good enough. Like I was saying earlier, but really that feeling of I am not accepted or I am not loved just. For who I am, you know, it's more kind of I need to be something to be loved. And then when you are being that something, you're being as good as you can be. You still don't feel loved, so it becomes very confusing. And I uh, this might perhaps um, resonate with people, you know, like myself, maybe in the show business industry. Um, I. I think that really what we want is not the success or the approval. We just mix that up with love. We think that if we're approved, then we're loved. Again, this is an acquired knowledge. This is not what we're born with. But it's a false belief about love because approval is not love. Approval is great. But that's not what satisfies our soul. Certainly not approval from people. I know it's interesting because um, I know Marisa Peer, psychotherapist, famous psychotherapist, talks about approving yourself, and and that's wonderful. But I think the only way to feel that sense of self approval is when we are loving people, because love is the true energy to which I believe we need to surrender to, <laughs> if it makes sense. We, If we understand and we accept that without love, without growing in love, and without feeling loved, we are never going to be satisfied, then we can start making efforts towards not people or things satisfying this need that we have not you know by adding more more things or more people or a different person to love us you know and this is how we can go from relationship to relationship I when I was very young I had you know I would fall in love with someone and then that person would you know fall for me and and suddenly I was like oh I don't like them anymore then I wanted to fall in love with I I would fall in love with someone else it was very confusing I couldn't figure out why it it just my heart would not stay in the same place and I think it's very connected because we it's not about getting you know one more person or a different person to love us or getting one more thing or another successful Um, you know, show or job or more money. Those aren't the things that make us feel rich, even though we might think they would, but they don't. So what is it really that we need to, to feel confident in in order to find that kind of satisfaction that we long for? All we need is to just grow in love, to understand what real love is, and then just practice it live it and when we experience this kind of love that is true unconditional and not again a performance not a duty not an obligation not uh, an expectation none of those things when it's real love then we we become confident we become secure we are we become fearless and everybody knows the scripture you know again i'm bringing another scripture because these are universal scriptures you know and and the one that says there's no fear in love everybody seems to know that yeah there is no fear in love but yet we all walk around with desire to love and to be loved but with fear and insecurity so something you know think about it this is why again i bring this up so we can all think about it wait this so there is no fear and love, and then I'm walking around. The more you might want someone's affection, the more fearful you become. And because you want to make sure that you get it. And if you don't get it, then you're, you know, you're you're scared that you're not gonna get it. I mean, it's just like we are there's so many, you know, just so much paradox and dichotomy, you know, and in and, and our in our very complicated being, you know, that we are body, mind and soul. So I this getting very philosophical and very deep, and I don't mean to make it too complicated. Today, I just really want to leave you with those thoughts in mind. That love, we're gonna. With the idea is the purpose of this podcast is to undo, unlearn the things that we have learned that get in the way of real love. And so, one is definitely that love is not earned. Or to be returned love is free love is a gift or else it's not love anymore if if we have to pay for it or earn it then it's not love love is love is beautiful it is love because it is free i don't love my children because of what they do for me and no matter what they do i still love them i think a great uh, way to really sit on this on this concept that love is not earned and that Even though approval feels good, we don't need to depend on approval to feel loved. What we need to do instead is focus on loving someone else unconditionally and not um, because of an agenda or we want something out of our sacrifice of what we give, what we do for that person what we need to do is love just for the sake of love and see how that feels. (laughs) See how it feels to love not because we want to be accepted or because we want to be approved or because we want to impress somebody or you can even try this like with social media. You know, it's interesting because now, you know, there's so much as far as approval goes, you know, like posting something and people liking and or commenting or you know showing their approval of that thing can feel like love can feel like oh this feels good because so many people have approved quote unquote of what you said or what you did so maybe the practice can be not to need that approval but just to put it out truly as a gift or say or do something maybe even for your spouse or your children or whoever you can do something for without any expectation just practicing giving and loving and sharing of yourself vulnerably and not needing the approval but just doing it as a gift as a free gift that no one has to give anything back to that you're okay with the fact that maybe other people are not going to like it or approve it actually this is great for me I love it because doing this podcast (laughs) it's my first podcast and I, I have a lot of experience in television but I don't have a lot of experience in radio or talking to a mic so it's been a little bit challenging not because I'm a talker so the talking part isn't isn't hard but it's just that it's a new way for me to communicate and so I'm still getting used to it and also what's ex- what what can be exciting in terms of this for me to practice what I'm talking about is that maybe people will not approve or will not really like or not subscribe or I don't know maybe they won't even go and hear you know what I'm saying they don't care so Is that gonna affect me is that gonna make a difference for me no I mean I hope it doesn't that's the goal of it the goal is I want to do this because I have it in my heart that I I feel this can be helpful and I'm not doing it so that I get the approval but so that I can be a blessing hopefully and And that's really the idea. The idea is when we do something just to give, maybe nothing comes back and that's okay. And we need to be okay with that. If nobody subscribes, if nobody listens, if nobody cares, nobody likes it, I'm still okay. I'm not doing it, you know, for the approval. And and it's a great feeling. It's actually, uh, it's so liberating. I can't really explain it, but it's... A great feeling when you get to a place in life when you love people not because of what you get or what you know them giving you what you need because no one can give you that love that needs to grow inside of you the only way that the love can grow is when you put it out and then you grow you know and other people will grow from it and they will love you back of course but the point of it is that we make the effort to love not to get something back without any expectation because when the expectation kicks in when that desire and need for the other people to fill that void the void that wants to be loved then everything gets lost. We're left with nothing. It's like we made all these efforts and then we're left empty. We're left disappointed, depressed, perhaps even resentful or, I don't know, angry because we had an expectation for what we did. And that's not love, but we think it is and so and that goes back to you know that passage I read last time and that was very key you know for me Uh, I have so many things um that I'm excited to share with you because they've been literally I mean I call these diamond epiphanies because they're like giant epiphanies in my life they really changed everything and brought a sense of incredible um satisfaction fulfillment peace contentment happy whatever you want to call it you know joy hope um, a sense of life a sense of wow I can grow from here I can I can thrive I don't have to just be who I am and and be stuck here I can actually get those wings I talked about last time bigger wings and I can fly you know higher I can help more people I can help myself First, then I can help other people. And so I think that all really our hope is we don't have to have things and you know we don't have to, to be powerful or successful to grow in love. You can grow in love every day in very small in very small ways, when you're just focused on why am I doing this, I'm going to do this without. Not for me. There's no agenda. So let's practice being generous and kind and loving without any expectation to get anything back with no agenda. Basically, let's really just try to love someone just to love them. Not so that we can get approval or be loved back and that we are okay with not getting that approval or that um, what feels good, basically, out of it, you know, because that's that's where we get really mixed up, where we start, you know, confusing love with feeling good, and if someone makes us feel good then you know we feel loved or we feel like we love them but and and i'm not saying it's bad to feel good it's great when people approve of us it does feel good but that's not the love that fulfills us it's not what what makes us truly that powerful being that we're meant to be you know that's the love in us that we're able to give to other people that gives us their fulfillment their confidence that security and it doesn't matter what people do or say we feel great about ourselves because we love we're able to love them just for them to give to them as they are and not so that they love us back you know that that we get the approval or that feels good feeling that we're looking for and I I don't know I hope this makes sense And, and in a nutshell let's not mix up the Feeling good with this is love because even though love feels good, not everything that feels good is love. That's it for today. I can't wait for next time. I am looking forward to coming back for a third episode. Uh, If you liked this episode, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Also find me on my social media where I will let you know when the next episode is going to come up. And um, also I have a Patreon account for all those who would like to support this podcast. I will be thrilled uh, for you to do so and very grateful. I am putting lots of thought and lots of time in writing and doing my best to share my best so that it can be hopefully a blessing to um, all of us because it's a blessing to me as well when I get to share. So thank you for letting me share. I love you guys. Have a great um, week. I don't know how long it's going to be until the next time, but I pray that you guys stay safe and um, that you grow in love so we can make a much more confident and happy world together. Bye, everyone. You have just listened to Loved the Podcast with me, Ada Morrow.